0: I love seeing our small businesses being supported. I love seeing it also draw people out of their homes and back into the city. Join me in celebrating Women's History Month. On March 27th, I'm hosting a special virtual event, For Her, By Her, presented by Fiverr. We'll be spotlighting and interviewing some of the most successful female business owners and their experiences with Fiverr. In the U.S., women are driving growth, and each year that percentage increases. Women-led startups have more than doubled since 2020, and from 2019 to 2023, women-owned businesses' growth rate outpaced the rate of men's in new businesses' employment and revenue. In this panel discussion, you'll hear from top female business owners who have not only started their own companies, but cater to women through their products and services. Don't miss out. Head to bossproject.com slash RSVP and save your seat for this empowering event created by women for women. It's free to attend. I can't wait to see you there. That's bossproject.com slash RSVP. This message is sponsored and brought to you by Fiverr. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan smart recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited time BOGO offers. CrashPlan has options for individuals and businesses who want reliable, secure backup services. CrashPlan works efficiently in the background while you work encrypting and sending all your new or changed files up to their secure cloud every 15 minutes. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited time BOGO offers for Strategy Hour listeners. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject. Back up better with CrashPlan. I decided to just hit record. I was planning to do way more writing today, and it's just not coming to me. So talking is what's happening. I think I'm already checked out. I am planning to visit my best friend in New Mexico next week. We've been friends since college, and she has a brand new baby. And I get to go help, and I am so grateful that I get that freedom and flexibility. But by the time this airs, I will have already gone and come back, and I just wanted to bring some commentary to what is probably one of the most talked-about conversations happening right now on the internet, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. This is going to be way more casual, conversational and not as tactical, strategical as you're used to. But if you enjoy the nonsense that I'm about to spew, also, I really do have good stats. So I did do my research before hitting record. That being said, if you like the randomness, then you will like my Instagram. I have just refused to be A robot who only talks about one thing all the time. And so you're going to see a little bit of everything and all parts of my life. So you can head over to boss project on Instagram. My personal profile is linked in the bio, head over there, hit follow, send me a message, tell me you listened to this episode. And then I'd love to hear your take on their relationship. This is going to be a good one. A big part of the reason I avoided commentary is I wanted to not sound like a huge fan girl and more of a you know a serious businesswoman, but y'all have spoken. You've been blowing up my DMs. You've been asking me on client calls. Most of you know I'm a big Taylor Swift fan, and so add to the fact that I am from Kansas City and Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's relationship is definitely something that's of conversation by nearly everyone I know, fan or not, simply because of my location. So I'm just giving the people what they want. And I'm I'm giving you my take on what is absolutely making a huge economic impact on not just my city, but cities around the country and around the world. So we're going to dig into it. I am a little late to the party. I will admit People have been talking about this for a month, and so for me to air an episode this late in the game feels late to the commentary. That being said, enough has transpired that I believe that we are at the start of something beautiful. So I don't anticipate a breakup in the next week and a half that makes this moot. I think we are at the start of something great, and so I look forward to telling you more and giving you my insights. Now, like I mentioned, I'm from Kansas City, but add that to the fact that I am less than 15 minutes from the Chiefs football stadium. And so when the Chiefs are playing, trust me, I know not because every person, church, grocery store, fast food line, everywhere is covered in a sea of red, But also because there's traffic, and I am always aware when there is a football game happening. The only way I can describe this, it is like someone who's destined to be the Queen of England is dating our little kingdom's Prince Charming. Like, Because in reality, in KC, Kelsey was already a big deal. And I know for football fans, you know Kelsey's a big deal because he's a great football player. But in Kansas City specifically, like, he's already one of the most famous people that lives here by far. And I don't pay a ton of attention to sports, but the Chiefs has been excellent the last number of years. So I've watched a handful of games because when your home team is winning, for obvious reasons, it's way more fun to watch. (laughs) Now, I will say, if we're looking at this relationship, I want to call out three specific things that have really amped stuff up. And then I want to talk about specifically the economic impact and how it's affected sales and what I anticipate it might do for our city moving forward. The first thing that happened that really kind of changed the game. Well, I guess I should back up step zero before it all went down. You guys obviously know about the friendship bracelet debacle. And if you don't, Let me catch you up. Word on the street, Kelsey was interested in Taylor Swift. I am of the camp that perhaps they were dating before all this happened, and this was a bit more orchestrated, but nonetheless, Taylor Swift played her concert in Kansas City the weekend of July 7th, and supposedly, Kelsey wanted to meet Taylor, and he made a friendship bracelet to shoot his shot with his phone number on it. Now, whether that's actually how they met or not yet to be determined, but he is one of the most popular players on the team. And so the odds of that bracelet actually ending up in the hands of Taylor Swift are pretty high. So if that's how they met, I think that is stupid, adorable, but I have a feeling that's not how it went down. But nonetheless, everyone was just hopeful and like cheering for it and like, Wanting this to be true, but I kid you not, the day Taylor went to the Chiefs game, the city went up in flames. Like, I was wild. You should have heard the people, you know, jumping on and watching television that perhaps haven't watched a Chiefs game in years. Everyone I know was watching. Everyone I know was watching, and it was all like, what's gonna happen? What are they gonna say? What are they gonna do? And Wild. Absolutely wild. I think things really started heating up, though, when Kelsey made a surprise appearance on SNL and Taylor announced the singer, I'm spacing on her name, during the set. And then there was a mob of cameras that caught them. On their way out, they were, I don't know if they were on the way to an after party. Someone also said to a date at Nobu in New York. Not really sure. But nonetheless, that was the first time we saw Kelsey and Taylor holding hands. (laughs) But if you were to really analyze the images like so many on TikTok have, there was definitely some smooching happening in the backseat of that suburban for sure. Based on photographic evidence. So it was just so interesting to have someone who has spent so much of her career flying solo. And even when she was dating people, she wasn't seen with them super often, and especially not over the last six years with her most recent serious relationship. And if you think about every award show she's ever been to, she has always walked the red carpet alone. And so to see her so publicly spending time with someone, not just here and there, but like to the point that almost on a daily basis, this is hitting the news cycle. (laughs) And when it hits the news cycle, it's always a bit wild. It almost always hits, you know, around town as gossip first because we're in Kansas City. And then you hear about it from, you know, all the Taylor fan accounts, and then it hits Kansas City News, and then it hits national, well, then it hits like national pop culture news, and then it'll hit like news news channels, wild. But everyone's reporting on it, which has been such a weird place to be in. I remember having a conversation with my sister, and I was like, I think, I don't know, but I think this must be what it feels like to live when Elvis or the Beatles were the most popular they've ever been. And you're just constantly wondering what they're up to. I still remember as a kid, my mom telling a story about being in Graceland and she was there just by chance the day that Elvis died. And I can only imagine, like regardless of how big of a fan you are or not, the people taking to the streets, the candles, the flowers, all of those things. And so that's what this feels like to me. Just assuming I know what it feels like, because I obviously don't. I didn't grow up then. I grew up in the 90s, like the majority of you listening. And it's wild. I have never in my lifetime, at least to my knowledge, really seen someone this in the public eye this frequently Now, have there been other celebrities that, you know, catch people's attention and are talked about? For sure. You know, growing up, Daniel Radcliffe with everything he was doing with the Harry Potter movies and Hermione, I literally can't even remember her name right now. Oh my gosh, you guys are really going to get me for that one. (laughs) But, you know, it was more where they appeared and what they were doing with the movies and that kind of thing. It wasn't like their everyday life and literally everything that they're doing. But the most recent hubbub just happened a few days ago when I'm recording this. I think it happened Tuesday. It is now Friday. And I got a text in all caps. Taylor Swift just bought a house in Kansas City. And I flipped out. I kid you not. I was like, what? And I couldn't find it on online. I couldn't find it in the news. And I was like, how do you know this? Tell me more words. And so... One of my dearest friends, she said, Well, so and so, and I know this other person, so and so told me that she knows the seller and they played golf together this morning. And I was like, What? (laughs) And so I definitely took the news very seriously, you know, as seriously as one can when they're a huge fan of someone's work. And I obviously texted my sister and my spouse and my mom all at once. And I was like, What do you think? Like I had already heard what neighborhood potentially it was in. Now, if you know anything about Kansas City Real Estate and you happen to know the neighborhood, if you think about Price Point, it was pretty easy to narrow down fairly quickly what was happening. So within about 45 seconds, my sister texted me back and she's like, I think it's this one. She sends me the property listing full with all the photos, $6 million listing. Now since that day there has been reports that you know it wasn't them together which I never thought it was them together I always thought it was her that purchased the house and then other people were like no Travis bought the house but the images they were using were the wrong images they were for a house that I'm not even sure is in Kansas City but It had been on record for a while anyway that Travis was building a home in a gated community near Mahomes. And if you know Mahomes, he's kind of like the greatest football player of all time at the moment. And they play together. And they're very close friends. So I don't think that house is finished. But where he does live right now is not gated. (laughs) And... I imagine would be a huge security risk for both of their safety. And so whether Taylor's in town or not, people hiding in your bushes and trying to be across the street, it'd be quite the disturbance. And so them wanting a more secure place absolutely makes sense. The neighborhood they picked, definitely one of the most elite, not the fanciest. I mean, trust me, it's up there. It's up there. But I was surprised. Let me put it that way. I was surprised by the choice. Now the reports are saying it wasn't her and it was always him all along. But regardless of who actually purchased the property, you got to be pretty serious about someone to buy a whole new house to keep them safe just while you're dating. Like just saying, because it would be quite easy to be like, it's not safe. You know, it's not that serious. So I'll just like fly to see you every now and again. No, like clearly this man wants her around a lot as much as she'll have him is the vibe I get now I could say a lot about her relationship or do I think they're compatible or not and all of that and honestly that's none of my business they can do whatever they want they're adults they get to be in relationship with whoever they want and If anything, I am just happy that someone I admire looks so happy. That's what's bringing me so much joy. And I'm specifically here, though, to talk about the economics of it. Because while it's been so wild to watch, especially with all the media attention, especially with all the buzz around the city... I'm not sure you guys really understand the potential impact this has on the city I call home. Today's podcast is sponsored by Squarespace, the only all-in-one website platform we use and recommend to our clients. Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell your products and services all in one place. Visit squarespace.com slash boss project to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace has professional website templates with designs for nearly every category and use case. Start with a flexible template, then customize it to fit your unique needs. With Squarespace extensions, you can connect your website to vetted, third-party tools to fully customize your website exactly the way you want it. Whether you sell services, products, or digital items, Squarespace has the tools you need for your online store. You can now host your videos on Squarespace and show them on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your videos with member areas. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash boss project to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash boss project. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire. We've had to weed through hundreds of applications in the past. We could have saved so much time if we'd used Indeed. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great in the United States because of the economic impact of her tour. Now, I'm not here to say if that's true or not. There's literally whole studies being done about this right now at places like Harvard, which is wild. The fact that someone, an individual person, could bring so much attention that it changes the economic trajectory of an entire country Like, just grapple with that for a second. That is so wild. I definitely think we're still in for some economic challenges, at least in the next 12 to 18 months. Whether it lasts longer than that, it's really hard to say right now. But for sure, based on my observation with my own clients and those of you who've reached out to me, I've seen thousands of small business owners who are nervous. About what the next year is going to bring. And the thought that potentially. A person could change the game. You know feels kind of like a a heroic move of sorts. And I don't know if it'll happen or not. But I do know that she has changed the game. For Kansas City. In a really big way. Like a massively big way. If we're just going back. Back. To the concert alone. So, the concert, she was here for two nights in Kansas City. She debuted Speak Now, and like her release date was while she was in Kansas City. Most people who went to her concert, on average, spent between 1300 and 1500 between merchandise, dining, and other luxuries, accommodations, and even flights. We had a ton of people coming into Kansas City to be there. And that typically meant that, on average, a Swifty was contributing between $2,500 and $2,700 per concert because most people go with someone else, you know? This alone had an impact of 185 million potentially up to 200 million for just two nights in Kansas City. And not all that money is just money that was here. This was a lot of money coming from outside. People traveling from hours away, states away, countries away to be here. And that was more than four times original estimates for the potential income. Of this concert alone. But I want you to think about not just that, but how it lays into the overall. Because we could say, ooh, amazing, 200 million, but like, where is that actually going? So the first one was more than 108 million went directly into the city, purchases in the city, whether that was food and beverage, accommodations, transportation, that kind of thing. There was an indirect boost because of the ripple effect. If people are there for multiple days, they're seeking entertainment, they're going to museums and restaurants and shopping and visiting other local small businesses. So an additional $55.5 million was estimated as an indirect ripple effect. 60% of this specifically went to accommodations, 18% to food and beverage, to business services, 6% to transportation, and 4% to retail and additional recreation. This two-day event alone surpassed the economic impact of us hosting the NFL draft this year. And I can only assume it's going to rival what is potentially possible with the World Cup, which is being hosted in Kansas City in 2026 and Lord willing, I hope we are ready because the crowds for that one is going to be insane. But we built a whole new airport to make that possible. But we're not talking just about Taylor. We're talking about trailer, right? The Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor effect. You know what I'm saying. You get where I'm going. Okay. As soon as Swift was at the Chiefs game. So all she did was show up. Chiefs tickets more than doubled in price. Jersey sales for the number 87, which is Kelsey's number, went up 400% overnight. And this isn't just affecting big businesses. like This is affecting so many small businesses who are spinning off merchandise, whether they're like taking a specific moment and they're kind of going off the if-you-know-you-know you know, vibe or They're trying to avoid infringing on a trademark, but loosely getting as close as possible as they can to either make it feel like merch from the tour or fan-related memorabilia. And while that's happening worldwide on platforms like TikTok Shop, I am seeing so many of those, I wouldn't call them inside jokes, because they're they're not, a, it's not funny. But if you know, you know, <laughs> sales happening directly with small businesses, like, within hours, okay, I probably purchased, I'm part of it, guys, <laughs> I purchased a sweatshirt that said, in my football era, I think, <laughs> with a big number 87 on the back, within 24 hours of her going to the Chiefs game. And I'm not mad about it. I bought it from a local small business who put it up for pre-sale because obviously they didn't have time yet to print anything. And I'm just excited that I was able to give back. But the trailer effect is not just consumers spending more money because I know a lot of people are struggling right now. So the thought of everyone just pouring out dollar bills when, you know, things feel tight can be a lot. But I need you to know that Taylor and Travis being together has meant serious donations to local nonprofits, both of which both of these people the Taylor, the Travis, have made significant contributions. And specifically, the one that hit the news the hardest recently was Taylor's contribution to Kansas City's largest food bank, Harvesters. Whether you realize it or not, Kansas City has a lot of work to do. There is a homelessness problem. There is absolutely so many food deserts where access to, to resources is just harder to come by. And so the nonprofits in Kansas City make such a huge difference, but it's also hard to run a nonprofit and to fundraise. And I know the nonprofits that I've been a part of the last few years, especially surrounding COVID, the things that used to bring in dollars, these events, A lot of them went on hold or didn't happen at all. And while some nonprofits had no problem wintering that storm, I know so many that really, really, really struggled. And so seeing them directly give back to the community in very, very tangible ways, it means a lot. And not to mention the speculation around dropping $6 million on a mansion I know that that may seem insignificant, but this was a home that sat on the market for more than a year. And there's really only so many people that can buy that. And so having people here that are dropping some serious coin makes a big difference. It, you know, Travis even has rented out on multiple occasions already local restaurants. I know one of their dates the one where he took her out in the getaway car and there was all those photos. They went to a fairly well-known place and were just looking for some quiet and some moments away from paparazzi. And they literally paid the bill of everyone there. And I'm sure that upset some people because they're like, I was here to have dinner, whatever. But being able to just buy out an entire restaurant Means a lot to the restaurants in our city. We had more than 100 restaurants close during COVID, during the pandemic. And some of these had been open for 100 years. Like we're not talking, we're not just talking little pop ups that are here today, gone tomorrow. Some of these were the finest restaurants our city's ever seen. And if any of you know anything about Kim City, we are a foodie city. We have some very talented top chefs, and it seems like, at least the vibe I get, a lot of top chefs that worked in New York or LA, not that they're retiring, but they like come back to the Midwest to just like have a chiller life, and they open up the most insane restaurants. I was literally at one this morning. Hima Hema is new in Kansas City, and... They're doing a hot and cold food line, but also just kind of having a non-traditional approach. And the chef spent many years in Boston, but now she's, I think she grew up here. She's back in Hidden City. And so... I love seeing our small businesses being supported. I love seeing it also draw people out of their homes and back into the city. Now, if this relationship sticks, which for a multitude of reasons, I really hope it does. I hope it works out. But like, I also get, it's all very new. (laughs) I mean, for all we know, they've been dating a few months. But They're both in their mid-30s, and I know at least Travis is looking to settle down. Speculation that Taylor is too. Regardless, even if they stay together for six months or a year, the potential ripple effect that it has on the city I live in is is something that I do not take for granted. Because while I want to do so much to give back and so much to impact change. There's no reason why I can't also be proud of what other people bring even if just by proxy, even just by being themselves. And so, it's been really fun to watch. And if you ever want the latest in uh Taylor Swift news, I undoubtedly know. I just don't always share about it. I watch quite a few fan accounts and have all my notifications on for her accounts. And have been definitely known to listen to a midnight release at midnight. So if you ever want to geek out, you know where to find me over on Instagram. And in terms of takeaways for you, I don't necessarily know if there is one. You don't need to do anything with this information. I just hope you found it a little bit entertaining And a little bit of a break because if you're anything like me, you probably consume way too much stuff where you're trying to just constantly learn. And I just want to encourage you to have some fun sometimes. And if that just means nerding out and doing research on what your favorite musician is doing to your local economy, by all means, do what I do. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. If you listen this long, I'm assuming you're also a fan. So go drop me a note. I'd love to be friends.